Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you again today. Folks, today we have a very, very special episode of The Real Deal. We're going to address a topic that's quite near and dear to my heart, so I urge you to focus and get as much out of today's episode as humanly possible. As you know, I've made it my mission to seek out the best and brightest entrepreneurs, authors, and experts that I can get my hands on for you, and today's episode is going to rock. Anybody who works with me in any of my coaching groups or masterminds or is one of my clients through Powerful Words Character Development, Dance Sites Done Right, or All-Star Cheer Sites has heard me talk about the importance of sound financial strategy and systems, right? Well, today we're going to meet somebody who absolutely lives that concept and has proven the implementation, that implementation of the right systems is a massive key to success. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. All right, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put down Twitter, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your child, or anything else that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second. All right, let me tell you a little bit about our guest today, Sharon Lecter. Sharon is the founder and CEO of Pay Your Family First, a financial educational a financial education organization and youthpreneur, an innovative new way to spark the entrepreneurial spirit in our children. Sharon is an entrepreneur, author, philanthropist, educator, international speaker, licensed CPA, chartered global management accountant, and most importantly, a mother and grandmother. She's been a pioneer in developing new technologies, programs, and products to bring education into children's lives in ways that are innovative, challenging, and fun, and remains committed to education particularly financial literacy. Sharon, I'm thrilled to have you. Welcome to The Real Deal. Well, thank you, Jason. I'm delighted to be with you, and thank you for all that you do. Oh, I, I, I appreciate that. You know what? Before we get started, um, for those of our listeners who have not yet had the sincere pleasure to meet you or, or, or read your books or hear you speak, take a moment for a second. Tell us, who is Sharon Lecter? Well, Sharon Lecter is someone who has a mission, and my mission is to make sure that the next generation it's the financial education they need to face the world that they're going to be looking at because there's never been a, a worse time in history for unemployment for those young people. 18 to 24, the highest unemployment ever is right now. And um, we want to make sure that they are given the tools to succeed. And financial education is a life skill. So that really is my primary mission um, it's really important. I've been in the financial arena for many, many years, dedicated myself in 1992 to financial education and financial literacy. But it's up to each and every one of us as caring adults to not only educate ourselves about money, but to make sure we take those tender hearts of those young people that are just about ready to get beaten up by the, by the world when it comes to the economy and debt and make sure they are given the tools to not just survive, but to thrive. Because at the end of the day, each and every one of us, we're either a master of our money or a slave to our money. 
And my goal is to make sure we create masters of money. And that's really my, that's who Sharon Lecter is. I love it. I love it. Well, tell me this. What sparked your passion for entrepreneurship and financial literacy? Well, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial home, lower middle class. My parents had multiple businesses. Um, they had orange groves and a car lot. My dad worked full time and we had rental real estate property. So I grew up in that environment and went off to college, got my degree and started working for a big accounting firm and was doing the traditional rise, you know, rise to the corporate ladder. When I was about 26, the, the entrepreneurial bug bit me and I really haven't looked back. I've been in the entrepreneurial space ever since. But then from a standpoint of my, my children, my oldest son in 1992 went off to college and got into credit card debt. And so that really was what triggered, triggered my passion for education because, um, we had taught him about money. I taught him what my parents had taught me, but he was with me when I used my credit cards, but he wasn't with me when I paid them off. And so he had a really good time his first semester in college and then the bills came in. And so, it was my my goal to say, if, if this can happen in my home, what about all those other kids out there? And so that's in December of 1992 is when I dedicated myself to the to the pursuit of financial education and financial literacy. And my passion is just as strong today as it was back then. But really, I also knew that in order to teach these kids things, you had to make sure that it was experiential, it was fun, add a little humor. And so that's really been my drive, is to make sure that what we're creating is effective, fun tools that will give them information, that will give them, give them the gift of a lifetime. And that's being prepared for the financial world they face. Well, i got to tell you, I'm, I'm selfishly very, very interested in this topic. You know, I've, I've got young kids. I've got a, a five-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old. And, you know, I, I look at opportunity to educate our kids about money. Um, as something that you can never start too early with. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited. T tell me a little bit about uh, Thrive Time for Teens. Um, that's the financial literacy board game you created, right? Well, certainly. But before I do that, to your comment about never too early, I have a lot of people tell me, well, you know, it's they're too young. I don't want to, to learn to be greedy. And I always answer that, you know, what, what, when should I start teaching my kids about money with a question? And that is, you know, at what age do you think a child knows the difference between a $1 bill and a $20 bill? And the answer is usually four or five years old. So they already understand the spending power of the difference between one and a 20, but they don't understand the earning power. And so it's very important that you start just having conversations with them about the world around them, the economic world. And that's really the genesis of creating Thrive Time. I sat down and certainly through my life experience and the, those of my children and friends and their children, there's so many things that kids get faced with where they have choices. And we look at not only the choice of how they spend their money, but also how they spend their time. So that's why I created Thrive Time for Teens. It is a reality game that teaches young people that the choices they make today with not only how they spend their money, but also how they spend their time will dictate whether they survive or whether they dive into debt. <clears throat> and the, I want them to know that they are the CEOs of their own life. And through the game, we, in, we introduce Thrive Cards, Dive Cards, BFAB Cards, and each one teaches a lesson. <clears throat> they might pull a Dive Card. My personal favorite is you go to a party at a friend's house, their parents are out of town, cops come, 
you get a $400 ticket and you end up losing several spaces on the board. Now, there's a lot of laughter at the table. Sometimes you hear more than you want to as, as far as their own personal experiences, but it's real. It's something that is their real life things that they contend with and choices that they make can either be positive or negative. And this gives them a safe environment to experience these things so that when they actually face it in real life, they make better choices. In addition, they have opportunities to buy real estate. They have opportunities to buy stock. They have opportunities to start businesses. They have opportunities to be good part-time job employees, and they get bonuses for being having good customer service. They get one card that's a dive card says your boss realizes that you've been giving away free food for the last year. He should fire you. But instead, he makes you clean the toilets and so and docks your pay. Again, humor, but a real-life experience of kids that they realize that there are consequences to certain actions. Then there'll be one that says your boss gets a third positive comment card on you, so you get a $50 per week raise. Those are the kinds of things we want to instill in them that to experience in this environment that they make choices that are positive, not negative. They learn about assets. They learn about liabilities. They learn about credit cards in a safe, non-intimidating way. And there's no better way to give a young person a head start, a jump start on life in a positive environment than by introducing them to Thrive Time for Teens because it speaks to them where they are today and helps them understand how their choices today will dictate where they go tomorrow. Oh, I love this. Um, what, at what age do you feel that the, the Thrive Time game is appropriate for kids? Where does that start? Well, we've had eight-year-olds play it. They may need a little extra help on the math and reading. But the real sweet spots, probably 12 to 18, 12 to 20. Um, and certainly we use it in our curriculum for middle schools and high schools. High schools is really a very strong area for them because they start realizing that they're, they're already gaining independence. They're starting to drive, and so they're, they're realizing that they're making decisions. Some of them are good or some of them are bad. So the perfect time is definitely the high school years. So we've had eight-year-olds play it. We've had college students play it so and i've had several young people say my parents need to play this game <laughs> wow I, I i love this i, I want to keep digging in though um let's talk about youthpreneur uh your after school programs where um where are you bringing this program and you know how is it structured to to teach financial literacy well, thank you. Yeah, we've created two different programs. One's a financial literacy program, and one is the Youthpreneur Entrepreneurship Program. Both are de developed in one-hour units, and they're seven hours, seven to eight hours, and they both incorporate the Thrive Time game. And we created it so that anybody who has an existing program can incorporate one unit or all seven to enhance what they're already doing with young people. My goal is not to replace anybody's program, but to add value and to heighten the level of engagement. So, for instance, if you're doing a, you know, a, an outdoor sports and you, it's rainy one day, perfect opportunity to have them come and play the Thrive Time game and incorporate it into what you're already doing. Or if you, if you have an organization as a nonprofit and you're teaching kids after school dance and they need to help raise some money, 
what a perfect opportunity for them to be able to help and learn how to do that and how to heighten their entrepreneurial skills. And so we also, our Entrepreneurial Youthpreneur Program also comes with a business kit. And if you go through the whole program after seven units, the kids at the end of each unit have filled out a piece of paper and we pull those out and they've just written their own business plan. Something that's intimidating for most adults, but it's kind of surprise benefit to these kids. We also developed our entrepreneurial program that you can actually couple it with a gumball machine. So that it's it's a one-stop shop. They can can go place their gumball machine in, in a store and get the manager to help them. It talks about writing thank you notes, talks about how you talk to an adult, talks about proper maintenance, proper placement, understanding the cost of goods sold and the revenue percentage, how to market, and then at the end of the day, you have your business plan for your gumball machine business. But you can use the same curriculum, the same program, for young people who want to do babysitting or car washing and create their own business. So the built-in gumball machine is just for someone who doesn't know what kind of business they want. And all of these programs, again, are STEM qualified. They have been certified to support the STEM requirements. But most importantly, what you see are lights turning on in these young people's eyes. They go, why aren't I getting this in school? This is the information that I need. This is what I need for my life. I want more of this. And so no matter what program you're doing, adding a little bit of our curriculum will engage your students to a much higher level. Wow. This this absolutely sounds fantastic. It's something that I feel, you know, before I went to business school would have been really, really helpful. What a great head start. Um, you know, and it, again, I, I see an awful lot of entrepreneurial spirit already in my daughter, even at the age of five. So I'd love to, uh, I'd really love to fan those flames. So programs like this, now that I know that they're available and out there, um, gives me a little bit more hope for the future. So, so thank you for doing that. Well, absolutely, and it's so important you talk about your five-year-old. I have a seven-year-old grandson who's going around the neighborhood selling art, selling rocks, Um, so I see that same thing. But what's so important is when we see that kind of entrepreneurial spirit in our young people is to understand going through traditional school starts to kind of stifle that entrepreneurship because they get get away from the blocks and the hands-on stuff and more into traditional schooling. So as parents... As concerned adults, we have to keep that entrepreneurial spirit ignited at home. So that creativity, that love of learning, that love of creating value doesn't go by the wayside. So as parents, as teachers, after school programs, we need to keep that creativity um, engaged and ignited. Wow. Well, I know that when I, I a long time ago, I owned, my, uh, I owned a martial arts academy. Um, and what we found is I spent more time speaking about, you know, what a checking account was and the importance of, you know, consistent deposits. I mean, as basic as that was, what I found was most of our teenagers and my young staff members had never heard any of this information before. So, um, this is really great. Tell me this, what, what, what are some of the major strides that you've experienced so far in the fight for financial literacy? Well, there's nobody says it's not needed. Everybody agrees that it's needed. The issue is taking the time, and I will start with one of the major obstacles, and that is fear. Fear from administrators, fear from teachers, fear from parents. 
afraid that they aren't qualified to teach the young people. So therefore, because they don't feel like they're qualified, that they need this information themselves, that they don't do it. And everybody loses in that framework. That's why we, by creating the curriculum, we did the games. You do not have to be a financial expert to teach our materials. It's all laid out for you. It's all simple. And that's that's the beauty of what we create. And so what we've seen is we've seen in teachers engage, we've seen kids engage, we've seen communities engage in the need for this and being able to take it to the next level. Here in Arizona, where I live this last year, we were able to get a law passed that's going to require financial education to be part of high school graduation requirements. And that passed with unanimous support from both our House and our Senate. And so it's been absolutely just a thrill of my life to see that happen 20 years after I started working, 21 years on, on it in Arizona. But the, I've had the opportunity to represent um, the nation with President Bush, President Obama on financial literacy initiatives on their council. I've been um, just had the tremendous honor of being a national spokesperson for the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and helped them write a book called Save Wisely spend happily, but each and every day where my greatest wins are is when I get an email or I get a call or I get a letter from someone who has found value in something that I've written that's helped them take control of their life because that's the most important issue, Jason, is we have to get people to stop being victims, stop trying to blame other people, but take control of their own life. And for our young people, it's so important If they learn that at an early age, it's a gift of a lifetime that they are the ones responsible for things that happen to them. And if they allow themselves to be in negative environments, bad things are going to happen. If they make sure they push themselves to be in positive, nurturing environments, great things are going to happen to them. And the sooner they learn that, the best life they're going to have, the best opportunity for a successful life. And that's the, my mission and my, the, the, the gift that I receive is through those individuals that come up to me at an event or call me and say, I changed my life for the better because of something that Sharon Lecter had, was involved in. Wow. Quite a legacy, right? It's, it's, it's been awesome. Definitely. So what, what's next? I mean, what, what problems remain in financial literacy among our youth and, you know, in, in your eyes, what still needs to happen? Well, I just, great question. Uh, I just finished a college curriculum that we're going to be marketing shortly so that I want every college in the nation, if you are giving a student a loan, that student should be taking a financial literacy class to understand what that loan means. And we've just literally finished that. So hopefully by this fall, we'll start seeing some of that being picked up in colleges across the country. And that's, it's, it's a huge opportunity for us to make a difference and to keep these kids out of these torrential, incredible levels of debt and be, make better and more wise choices about what they're going to be um, taking on debt for. And then, in addition, I have a new book coming out, uh, Thinking Very Rich for Women, because I'm not, not only do we have a major shift in the next generation, Gen Y, but we have a major shift in the number of women that are in the workforce and the number of women that are, I have an opportunity to take on leadership roles. And so I'm looking at those basic steps of success in the original book, Thinking Very Rich, um, and they're the same for men and women. We don't need a special book as to what they are. 
But women approach tend to approach those steps in a, a little different manner. So I've taken Napoleon Hill's original work and addressed each of those 13 steps through the eyes of successful women. And so it's women's information, women sharing for other women. So it's very exciting. It's going to be out in June of 2014, and so I'm quite excited about that. But what's next is a still continuous flagging every individual I can to get them to understand the importance of taking a leadership role for the young people in their lives, the young people that they know, young people in their community, to make sure we prepare them for the world they face. Wow. Well, you know, there's so many there's so many things to say about what, all the things you just said. First of all, congratulations on the college course. What a what an amazing win. That's spectacular. Well, thank you. Now we just got to get it out there and get the colleges to say yes. We need to do this. <laughs> well, you know what? As, as somebody, I, I was blessed with a uh, with a wonderful scholarship, um, and I still had some student loans. <laughs> so it would have been great to really understand what that meant. And I don't think I really even understood it until I had made my last payment and then looked back and said, I cannot believe how much money I just spent. Um, it, again, a, a little bit of education on that, especially walking in as an 18-year-old college student, <laughs> would have been super helpful. Um, and I know that um, when I was preparing for this podcast episode, um, I had said, you know, I was going through some stuff, and I said, wow, you know, um, the expert I'm speaking with, I'm speaking with my wife, uh, who does an awful lot of speaking on women and leadership and, and does an awful lot with girls. When I said that you were coming out with um, Thinking Grow Rich for Women, she's like, oh, thank heavens. She's like, you know, I, I kind of suffered through that book, and I, I just felt like I didn't get it and I didn't understand it. She's like, it would be so much better to read this from a woman, from with a woman's perspective. So, oh, how exciting. That's so wonderful. Have her send that to me. I, 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 I absolutely will. Um, I can't wait until this book comes out. I will be the first person to have that in my mailbox. Um, Fred, let me just do a, a shameless plug. You can go to my website, SharonLector.com forward slash women, and you can pre-order it now. And as when you pre-order it, you're going to get access to about $900 worth of free webinars related to walking through the book with some of the experts that I have in the book. Well, so let, you can let me ask book. you. Let me ask you for that one more time, because I, I want to make sure I have it perfectly down for my show notes as well. So I guess this would count really as our resource of the week. It, where where can they go to find out more, and, and certainly about this book, but also about your other stuff? So it was SharonLector.com. Let me spell that. SharonLector.com. And it's S H A R O N L E C H T E R dot com. You can find the Thrive Time Game and my other products. But for to pre-order the book, you would go. SharonLector.com forward slash women. Perfect. Okay. And as far as the Thrive Time game, that can be found at, at your main site, correct? SharonLector.com. You can also find the game Thrive Time for Teens on Amazon as well. Okay. What, I, 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 what I'll do is let me – I'll find a link for that and actually add that to the show notes. It, it's just that important. I want to make it as easy for, as possible for people to grab a hold of that. Um, and folks, for, for the listeners who teach teens, you know, whether you're a cheer gym owner, a martial arts academy, a dance teacher, a swim school, whatever, um, what a great opportunity if you've got a leadership team, a leadership program. If you really, you know, obviously if you're a Powerful Words character development client, you're already committed to teaching life skills and personal development. 
I can't think of anything more valuable than financial literacy, especially at that age for these kids to give them a real foot up. So this is spectacular. Um, Sharon, are you, are you all over social media as well? I am Sharon Lecter on Facebook, Sharon Lecter Twitter, Sharon Lecter tweet, um, LinkedIn. So, yes, please join me. I have a fan page and I have a personal page. The personal page is full, but if you go to the Sharon Lecter fan page, I would love to have you see the updates we're doing. We have a financial literacy newsletter every day that comes out with all things money that are happening in the world and um, just would love to hear from everyone and I think from a standpoint of the the teens we also have a community service element where we have if you have leadership groups within your groups they learn how to play the game and then they become the facilitators and they take it out and play with other teens it's a great community service project as well Wow, this is this is really spectacular. I'm actually going to share this. One of uh, one of my friends does an awful lot of community outreach with his church. He's got a teen group, at, and I think at a couple churches now. I think this is this is really right up their alley. So again, for folks, for anybody, really think outside the box. You know, I've always said that in the after school activity world, you know, the product that we are really selling is the feeling that our kids leave with when they leave the floor, they leave your facility. Um, when they leave, it's not just the physical skill that they leave with, but this life skill that really, really changes their, their future. So, uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to push you at the very least head up to Amazon and, and take a look and see if you have teens of your own, you know, this is, this is a no brainer. Um, I'm going to see how far I can push it. Probably not a five year old, but I'm going to see how far I can push getting my kids onto this. I, uh, I love this idea. All right, Sharon, one of the things I like to, to end my podcast with is, um, a really important question, and, and that is, if you could give entrepreneurs just one solid piece of advice to either help them build their business or just to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? That's a great question. Um, is to understand, and particularly for women out there, we, you know, people feel start feeling guilty because they don't feel like they have balance in their life. And I, I would like people to absolutely ignore that word balance and get and eliminate it from your vocabulary because each and every one of us make choices every day and balance just creates guilt worry regret and that is a negative being so if you every day as an entrepreneur one day you're going to be putting in 12 hours in the office and so you're going to feel guilty you're not with your kids allow yourself to say those choices I made that day were necessary. I can make different choices today because I didn't spend enough time with my kids yesterday. So get rid of that guilt and worry around the word balance and allow yourself to say, I'm making choices today for the future of my family. And tomorrow I can make different choices if I don't feel good about it. So at the end of each night, look in the mirror and true success is how you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror. It has nothing to do with your reflection. It has to do with how you feel inside. And know that as an entrepreneur, you are building a foundation for the future of your family. Wow. I love that. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to go one step further and say this really, it applies to men as well. Because <laughs> um, I'll tell you, um, you know, my wife and I both work, and there are days where we both look at each other and say, Gosh, I feel like I spent 22 hours working on these projects. Um, I, I feel like I 
missed out on taking my kids to practice or to this or to that or to the next thing. So thank it you. It absolutely uh, does apply to both men and women because parents want to be good parents no matter what gender you are. Absolutely. Thank, you know, sometimes we need a little bit of permission. Um, so thank you for that. I think that's spectacular. All right, Sharon, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, this, this has been spectacular. I really appreciate these tips uh, and the wisdom that comes with them. So, I, I, again, thank you for sharing your time. I know how busy you are. Well, it's been my honor, and I thank you for putting this kind of programming together for, for such incredible people out there because as you shared me with me, your clientele, and your um, listeners, they are truly helping form the future of our of our nation and our world by taking care of teaching that younger generation. So I applaud them as well. Spectacular. Well, folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you benefit from one of our mastermind groups, please visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Take the time to be working on your business, not just in it. Make a plan. Work like hell towards that plan and achieve it. Get the success that you know you deserve and you know is out there. All right? Now's the time. Go get them. Folks, this has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason,